Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. You, what have you lost? Me? Um, my fiancé recently died. How did he die? Is that really important? Well, behind every question is a statement. Oh, uh, well, then I don't think you need to know how he died. How long were you engaged? Behind every question. Okay, why are you here? Because I just can't make sense of any of it. Then don't try. It is what it is. Okay, what does that even mean? Miss, we only have an hour. I have not heard you use the word love yet. Well, I would love to know what it is I'm paying for here. And that is just a little bit of The Grotto, which is a beautiful new film that our community is going to get a chance to watch on Sunday, this Sunday, August 6th, at the Sacred Heart Community Theater. Joanna Gleason is the writer and director of the film. She's an extraordinary talent herself. She won the Tony Award for Into the Woods, one of the great Sondheim musicals of all time, playing the baker's wife. And she won three Drama Desk Awards as well for other various productions. She won the Outer Critics Circles Award. You may know her uh, as Jordan Kendall in The West Wing. You may have known her in Friends. She has appeared in multiple kinds of wonderful platforms on television, on stage, in movies, and she is a Fairfield resident. We are so delighted. Joanna Gleason, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. This is great. It's such a pleasure. So this is very exciting. In all these years of performing, this is the first movie that you've written and directed. It is. I mean, I I wrote and directed a short as a kind of trial pancake to see if the griddle was hot enough. (laughs) (laughs) With my friends who ended up being my producers on the feature. And I loved it a lot. And the script, you know, I started writing it about 12 years ago. And then it was the voice in my head that said, who do you think you are? You're too old to be doing this. And you're an actress. And you didn't go to film school. And then you say to the voice, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. A lot of people are saying, of course you can do this. And... And I 
started to meet the right people. Once you believe in yourself, you know, and a lot of people are backing you up, the right people showed up. Do they? Yeah. Is that really true? Like if when you the take student a is willing, leap, the teacher appears? Exactly. If you take a big leap, all the right people show up. That's been true in my life. So, and is the big leap the writing of the script? What's the first thing that has to happen? Well, the first thing is you have to have a story you want to tell, and that I had. And the writing is a private and very solitary thing, so I did that on my own. You know, I didn't have to check in with anybody, although I kept handing the pages to my husband, Chris Sarandon, and he's a great in-house editor. But the the real leap is uh, uh, putting it out there uh, in the public, you know, just saying to somebody in the business, can you take a look at this? What do you think? And... Some say yes, and some say yes, but, and some say no, it's not for me. And then you put it away, and then you build up the confidence again and go, no, 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 no. This I'm going to make this movie. I'm going to make this movie. Yeah. And it's 12 years in the making from the original idea. Let me ask you logistically, how much money does it take to make a movie? Movies. This is an independent feature. This is a, a small, relatively small budget movie. And then those can be anything from a few hundred thousand dollars to three, five million dollars. Really, it's around there. Okay. I've heard of independent features that are seven million dollars, you know, a little bit higher style, bigger names. But generally, it's within that few million dollar range, and which, you, and which you, you think is a lot of money, and it right. is a lot of money, and then it's not a lot of money. And then it's not a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But I know. I just came from Oppenheimer. I can't imagine what they spent to make that thing. I really, no. yeah. The right. mind boggles with those. Unless it's all on green screen, the explosions alone. I walked away and I thought, how did they do that? Right. Yeah, it's pr- it's pricey, but there's a vision there. Nolan has a vision. Yes, so. he has a vision. Yeah. But on the other hand, we're chatting with Joanna Gleason. The um, oh, and the song Joanna was that written about you or for you? No. <laughs> but it could have been. Yeah, let's it say could it have been. Yeah. My daughter's name is Joanna. Really? Yeah. Lovely. Uh, anyway, so as I'm as I'm chatting with you, of course, my mind is going in a million different directions. But the truth is, it's always even in the moments like the big Christopher Nolan films, it's really character that drives you. If you're not interested in the characters, so the special effects to me have always never been the driver for me to enjoy a, a film. Right. Or a story, right? Right. I mean, it's be the I, I love the big franchise. I love the big franchise movies, the Star Trek movies, the Mission Impossible movies. I love them. And I love the science fiction movies, you know, that take place on Mars or in space. But I like also a story where I actually care about what's happening to people because I, then I come closer. Mm. I come closer. You want the audience to come close. So you wrote this movie, and I'm interested, Joanna Gleason, about, about the movie, about the plot, which is about you know, this Joshua Tree place where I've never been, some godforsaken place in California. It's probably 125 degrees today. At the moment, yes. At the moment. And why this and why really the story is about the gay community to some extent. To some extent. It, it is a, it's the story of a woman in her late 40s. Uh, from uh, uh, un, The rug has been pulled out from under her in her life, loses her her live-in fiancé, who she'd been with for years and years, she loses her job and she loses her home, which had belonged to her fiancé's family, her, their unsympathetic family. And to me, it, in my life, it's how when many things conspired to pull the rug out from under me and things collapsed and blew up, uh, it was a lot of the members of the gay community, my friends, my dear men friends who are gay, who helped pull me through. Was Stephen Sondheim among them? Stephen Sondheim actually stamped my passport. You know, once you do a Sondheim show, 
you really feel in the business, especially in the musical theater business, that you can kind of go anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that was a huge... And what a show. And what a show. I mean, he had as many flops as successes, if you think about it. If you're a Sondheim lover, maybe none of them are flops. But commercially, they were a bunch of them were flops. But Into the Woods, not only was not a flop, but I think it's one of these shows that gets better every year. Every year or every time I see it, and I've seen it dozens of times, and I've asked, been asked to come see it, you know, a, a hundred thousand times, I always, what I really am struck by is the effect that doing that show has on the, on the people in the show. Especially in the when, show. Yes. When I see high school productions and when I hear about, oh. yeah, the community theater productions and the more smaller scale, you know, off, to, off the grid kind of productions. And I notice what happens as they coalesce and they start to lean on each other and they become a community. And I said, yeah, that's the show. That's what the show is about. You need each other in the dark times. And the songs are and so unbelievable. Songs. Yeah, Staples. Have you ever been to one of the Staples? Of high- course. Of Did course. you see their Into the Woods? Well, I have to tell you, they were spectacular. Spectacular. I was the voice of the giant of the witch. Of were the you? Giant. I'm sorry, were the you? giant. Yes. Were you? Yeah, they had me record the voice of the giant. Yeah, I liked it better than the movie. Between <laughs> us, I did. I didn't see you in the original. I might have liked that the best, but I, I loved Staples. No, they're fantastic. They the do spectacular work there. That's amazing. So, uh, so. Sondheim is among the gay people that helped you. Yes, and, and yes, and more personally, you know, my my friends who are many of them are writers, directors, and and in the business. But they're just there's no when you when you have when a woman has a friend, a male friend, who is gay. Very often, there's well all the time. There's no sexual agenda. There's no having to flirt or be coy or or present a kind of part of yourself because they ain't having it. They don't need it. You know. Just like, I mean, you will get comments about, is that what you're doing with your hair these right, days? Exactly. You know, things like that. But not to be a cliche, but but they'll, the, the, these these men, I can sit and talk about life. We talk about life in its most basic and personal terms, and it is helpful, and it's never competitive, and it's been a joy. And uh, And there are these men who said, you can do this. What are you waiting for? That's wonderful. Yeah. I will say, when I'm thinking about my gay men friends and and of our generation, we're not that far apart in age, they have been through everything. Yeah. Including from being so closeted and so, right, and so marginalized Mm -hmm. to having so many of their friends die to being less marginalized, and that's a whole new awakening. But when you think about them as individuals, many often I would say they have to be some of the most empathetic people walking around. They're empathetic also because the ones I know are so super sensitive to their environment because at any moment they can be, you know, there can be a, they can be persecuted. Let's just put it that way. They can, it can be small or large, but their heads are on a swivel because there's always a possible uh, negative reaction to them. And it can be everything from a, a word or, or a, you know, or a restraint of any kind of engagement or or violent and it's not over and it's still out there and mm-hmm. I still know young men who are conflicted my story has a man in it at the beginning who's in his 50s who still couldn't be authentic in his gay life right that's the that's the kind of catalytic thing 
in this movie. It's not a gay movie, but it, if you notice, my heroine is really pulled back to life by two other gay men. Yes, yes. And in fact, one of them, I have a funny story for you. We're chatting with Joanna Gleason. The movie is The Grotto. It's coming to Sacred Heart Community Theater. It's free, incidentally, this it's Sunday. It's free because, it, it, because we are, first of all, we are not yet purchased by a distributor or streamer, which is why I'm not violating any strike. I was going to ask you Yeah, about no, that. we're not providing any profits for anybody at whom we're at, with whom we're at the table trying to negotiate. But it's also to raise money for a Connecticut food share. And that's what I wanted to do. And we very strongly believe that this is one of the great tragedies in this time, is that there are kids who don't have enough to eat. So it's voluntary. The tickets are free. But if you want to make a donation in the lobby, please do. Okay. That's really lovely. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So, Dan Budatinsky. Bukatinsky. Bukatinsky. I always say it wrong. Bukatinsky. He's marvelous. In yes. It. Just a funny, you know. I sat next to, he was, he's good friends with Christine Taylor, who's another actress. Yes. And the two of them sat next to me in the New York, New York um, opening night. Aha. Uh-huh. And we all became buddies. Oh, he's and the greatest. He's a doll. But I'm actually much more in touch with Christine. So I told her that I was having you on today and Dan had starred in this movie and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Meantime, I'm an investor in New York, New York, and it's... Yes. Forget uh, it. That's showbiz, I'm sorry to That say. is showbiz. Yeah. And I knew it opening night, Joanna. Did you? <laughs> I really did. And yet look what you did. You know, you stepped up for, <laughs> for the theater community. Well, you know, I had already put my money in. Well, and, here's the deal. Uh, it's you know. about, we don't know. It depends when the show opens. It depends what's going on in the world. It depends what season it is, what else is on the on the boards, you know. It's... An hour too long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Out of two something hours, <laughs> I could have cut at least 45 minutes in the first half. From the critics' desk. From the critics' desk. <laughs> We're chatting with Joanna Gleason. So let me ask you this. I mean, now that it's in the can, so to speak. Yes. So tell me about it. What are your feelings about having this as a finished product? I, I pinch myself that I got it done, we got it done. Um, my investor turns out to be a woman I met who lives two miles down the road from me in Fairfield, Laura Sudrow, a woman. She's produced another feature that was lovely. We met through other friends in Fairfield, and I didn't hand her my screenplay because this was coffee and it would have been rude. You know, <laughs> you wanted to, though. Well, but I just thought, not, not now. And then, then pandemic, and we're all locked up, and a year goes by, a year and a half, and now we're vaccinated and we feel safe. And I said, can I send you my script? Are you reading things? She not only – this never happens – she read it in a day. Two days later, we were meeting, 
And when we had coffee that time, she said, I'm in. And I thought, wow, that's the first miracle of the grotto. The grotto, you know, is based on the grotto in Lourdes, France, where the holy water is, and people drink it, and they're healed, and they throw away their crutches. And there was a great movie, The Song of Bernadette, which is in my movie. Jennifer Jones. Jennifer Jones won yes. an Oscar. Yes. And so there have been little miracles along the way mm. with this, with this getting this movie made. So we got it made. But to me, the greatest takeaway is the response from people. I've gone to festivals. We've won some prizes at festivals now. And um, a woman came up to me in Indianapolis and said to me, uh, I've told this story before, but it's the, most, it's the one that resonates with me. She said, you know, I have a son who is a gay. She said, a gay. <clears throat> like this concept is new to her, and it might have been a struggle. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. And she said, and now he's engaged to a very lovely man. And I thought, ah. Oh. And she started crying. She said, and you know your movie? Well, they're people we know, aren't they? And I thought, that's it. That is it. That's a great... That's, that's everything. Yeah. They are. And what made you cast the lead woman? Oh, Betsy Brandt. Betsy just has that... She's smart. First of all, I love smart actors, and every actor in this piece is smart. You can tell right oh, away. Oh, my God. And many come from the theater, so give me theater people, because this is our campus, and we know what to do. Betsy has that wide open face with the, the, the trying, you know, the mind that processes this, and she has to go through hurt and denial and yes. bereavement and rage and insecurity and then the tentative, am I really attractive to this chef who happens to be quite good looking? He's adorable. Isn't he? So Betsy just brought everything. She just brought everything. And the chemistry among the cast. Oh, you could see that. Everybody. Did you film on Joshua Tree? No, we didn't. We we filmed in... Most of the scenes are set in a strange warehouse in downtown Los Angeles that had many, many rooms. Okay. With many kinds of uh, things living in them from years past. <laughs> and we cleaned them up and we made five or six different locations. This is what art direction can do in production design. And then to the desert, we went out to Lancaster, California, about 70 miles away not Joshua Tree, and the front of the grotto is the front of the church in the Kill Bill movies of Tarantino. Oh, my. But we re-kind of kind of refigured. So here's the magic. You're in the grotto the night of a great performance, and that means you're downtown Los Angeles in the place we built from scratch. You walk out the door, and you're in Lancaster, 70 miles away under the moonlit night and the stars. And that's, that, to me, is, is thrilling, that they were filmed weeks apart. And it just flows. And your knowledge about cameras and direction and all that, that did you have to read up on that before you directed or because you have been an actress for so many years, that part came easy for you? Like the tech piece. Yeah, the, the, some much came easy. And also I had a great production team and Gabe Mahan is my uh, cinematographer and he did my short with me and this is a man. We have a, we have a language. We have a way of saying, what do you think about? And then he gets inspired and I get inspired. And then you're surrounded with people who really know what they're doing and have done it before. And everybody, you know, it just coalesces into this thing where suddenly if you ask me 100 questions every day, I could answer about 80 to 90 of That's them. That's wonderful. Yeah. And you learn, you know, you learn. I learned so much. And I'm ready to do the next one. That's what I was going to say. So as President Bartlett would say, what's next? What's next? And you were on the West Wing. I know. My we, I can't favorite. leave this conversation without talking about Okay, you get to do Aaron Sorkin's writing, which I also did on the newsroom. I mean, this is a blessing. But John Spencer was my scene partner. Oh. The late John Spencer, mm. I never in my life on screen had somebody so connected and so smart. Really? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I wish I had had much, much more to do with him. He was a, a blessing. And I loved that show. 
I know, and the way they wrote the heart attack, and he died of a heart attack. Well, it was like, too, oh too sad. Too, too, too sad. sad. Yeah. He had a vitality on that. It was unbelievable. He jumped. And again, so smart. So smart. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Sorg. You, you've really, uh, Stephen, I mean, Joanna no, Gleason. No, no, no. I've been a lucky girl because there's a lot of bright, uh, shiny points of uh, contact But there. obviously, you were chosen. And listen, you're the daughter of Monty Hall, Let's Make a Deal, <laughs> which is so remarkable. And in our generation, of course, Monty Hall, Let's Make a Deal. But younger people have no idea that he was he was a superstar he was he he actually was uh, one of the most recognizable figures for for a decade or more i mean Absolutely. the show is still on it's 60 years later you know the show is and he was so handsome he was, <laughs> he was handsome. so handsome but you know the best thing about him lisa is that my dad used this platform um, to raise money to to MC to be a, a keynote speaker and an auctioneer, he raised over a billion dollars for charity, and this is what he always did right? his whole life, even when he had nothing. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's what he did. That's amazing. I remember that he was one of the big Hollywood people that will always like show up for things. He shows up, or he showed up. Yeah. He did. He and my mom, and they both passed in 2017. Yeah, just weeks apart, and it was that was I, that was my show. I did a solo show, which you wouldn't think. Oh, let's to, let's sing and, and talk about your dead parents, but it was a beautiful and funny and moving show. I did. It's like a, it was at 54 below for a while. Ooh. You're thinking of going back there one day? I'd love to see you there. I may. You know, we did it here at Fairfield University years ago, and now Sacred Heart Theater wants me to bring it back. Oh, so I'd I love might. to see you. I might. It's and then you'll show. come back on the show. I will. All right. Joanna Gleason, what a pleasure. For me. Thank you so really. much, Lisa. The Grotto this Sunday. What time? Yeah, 7 o'clock. And can people just show up? You can. It's almost sold, sold out. out. Yeah, th- though free. But I think that if you if you contact them, maybe there'll still be some tickets. It's worth seeing. Congratulations Thank to you. Thank you so much. We're very proud of you. I'm glad. All right. On the WICC community, we'll be right back. More of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.